The Alpha Sessions with Emma Joyce. This is The Alpha Sessions, I'm Emma, and I'm here with B Baccaray. Hello. Hi. Uh, thanks so much for coming on the show. My pleasure. Um, I always love having artists in the studio, uh, particularly ones that I've heard before, like at Soul Strip Sessions, which is something that oh. you run. So um, it's really exciting to have you on board. Thank you for having um, me. And yeah, thanks for coming by. Um, I wanted to start with, whenever we have a artist come in the studio, I like to have a little dig around online. And I noticed that you uh, posted on Instagram about your nerves. Oh, um, so yeah, I, I did. Start That's hilarious. That. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I always find this really, really interesting because I think depending on which artist you speak to, you get a totally different response. Um, mm-hmm. But how do you how how do you conquer your nerves when you play live and go on stage? Particularly, I always find smaller audiences more nerve wracking than larger audiences. Generally, yeah, it's really strange actually, but that is actually true. Like smaller audiences are more intense because. I don't know, you're suddenly aware that people, because quite often it's intimate and people are listening, so you're yeah, suddenly yeah. aware that like everyone's attention's on you yeah. and it's like really quiet and it just suddenly feels really daunting and people feel really like close to you and, you and stuff. You can see people's eyes. Yeah, you can see people's eyes and it just, I don't know why, it just feels intense. Um, and you're like, oh, flip. Like, because I guess if it was in a noisy place and you messed up, like maybe you could just like swing, you know, just like breeze past it. But it. the smaller one is probably not so much. So maybe that's why it feels more intense. But with nerves, for me, um, and this, I, this is what I said in my Instagram post as well, I tend to, I, I got to a point a few years ago where I'd literally, I tried everything to help calm my nerves, everything that people have suggested, the naked thing, like literally everything. But the naked thing <laughs> surely makes you laugh, because it would me. Um, I, I think it, <laughs> I find it just distracting. Fair, okay. It's just like, no, I, all I want to think about right now is just the music. <laughs> yeah. Um. So nothing worked. And then it got to a point where I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to accept that I'm always going to be nervous and there's nothing I can really do about it. You know, some people say like, oh, it's a sign that you're not like overconfident or whatever. Yeah, if confusing. you're feeling nervous, yeah, like it's a good thing or whatever, like whatever, whether that's true or not, I don't know. But I just know like for me now, I don't, knowing that it's not going to just come along and take me by surprise, that really helps. So I take charge of it yeah. and just like, just crack on. Um, another thing that really helps, and I do this all the time at Soul Strip Session shows, is I distract myself. So before the show, we'll have like uh, like backstage interviews and like photos with the girls um, ah. performing on the show. And for me, that's just like, I'm not even thinking about performing. So, and, and then it's like, oh, right, it's time to perform. Okay, great, that's it. So you're not like, because it just builds up. You know what worry is like? It just, it just yeah. builds and builds and builds. Do so. you feel that you have to go on stage in a certain like, order to stop you being that nervous like do you have to go first or last or in between or do you know what for me I so like at Soul Obsessions for instance I would usually prefer to go on after the break okay just because well just practically it's quite nice for me to like warm up my vocals and because I'm hosting as well it's just a nice kind of stop in everything to just focus on right now it's time for me to perform and it's only a short break anyway so it's not like I'm there worrying about anything um so I think yeah I don't I don't Sometimes, like in other shows, I like going on first because like, it's the standard thing of just getting it out of the way and not okay. like worrying about it. But also you can really like just sit back and enjoy everyone else. I, I like that, just sitting mm-hmm. back and enjoying the p- other performances of people who are on. So yeah, I'd say 
But then also going on last is nice as well. I don't know. I don't think I, I don't think I so have a preference. So you like to shake it up a little bit. I like to shake it up a bit. Cool. Yeah. Do you have any like pre-gig rituals that you have to do before you go on stage? Okay, so like super boring and practical, but like warming up definitely is a thing. Um, checking my makeup is like all right is a thing. Um, <laughs> like my hair, like, there's not, like one random braid, you know, like sticking Which out looks on the side. Amazing today, by the way. <laughs> Hopefully, you'll be Thank able to you. see it on camera. I love the pink purple lilac key. Yeah, it's apparently mauve. Mauve. Okay, we'll go with that. I don't even know what that is, but it's apparently mauve. So purple. when we used to just be a radio show, we couldn't talk about stuff like that because no one could see what you look like. Aww. So this is like a really nice liberty. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Because you're like doing a video, yeah. Yeah. Um. So warm ups. Oh yeah. Sorry. We, War- we got warm ups. Like checking everything for like videos and like because every literally whether you're professionally recording or not, like everyone has videos out, putting yeah, stuff true. on social media. And I do not want to go home and see someone tag me in a post where I was like, oh my gosh, what is going on? Like my like mascara is like smudged down my face. It happens a lot, by the way, because my eyes get teary. Like just I don't know, my eyes are really sensitive, so it can I'm be always. Yeah, exactly. I'm always seeing videos of just like smudged eyes, but I, I do my best. So yeah, that's the kind of stuff I check beforehand. And like, I sometimes have a little pray actually, um, just really helps me. And yeah, just like get my set list together, make sure I've told Adriana, my guitarist, if he's performing with me, the set list. You don't want to be yeah. like on stage, just like, oh yeah, so what's like the order again? People yeah, just do that, that kind of stuff on stage. Yeah. People do do that, did yeah, you say? Yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah, absolutely. What songs you play now? Let's just decide whilst we're on the stage. Yeah, exactly. But I think it's it can come across a little bit unprepared. I don't know. I think it's good to be like, I came here, born to do it, man. It's ready. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it. Yeah. <laughs> um, we touched briefly on how this is going to go on YouTube, but you also do your own YouTube videos. I do. Um, and something that I'm quite interested in is when people put stuff online that isn't just their songs. So like you oh. chat about the writing process, etc. Uh-huh. Yeah. And and I'm not sure if maybe we've been thinking about it a lot in the last couple of days because we've been to conventions and all sorts. But um, there's lots of chat at the moment in the music industry about how to engage people and how to engage fans and stuff and you do it so well online because you talk about like stuff that's not just I'm here playing my song like it goes a little bit further oh thank Um, you so I was just wondering like why do you choose to go down that road like why did you decide to do that um I think I've as I've kind of grown as an artist as a performer um as a and you know with as someone who has an online presence I've just had to I guess, think a lot more about what I actually want my social media to be like and what I want um, my connection with fans and with people and followers um, to be like. And I've also got to learn a bit more about the community that is um, around me and the people that actually do follow what I'm doing, like the most engaged fans I have. And to be honest, just from that, I've... um, then learned what kind of things to post about and what kind of things I think people will be interested in. So one of the things recently, actually chatting to a friend who does like social media stuff for like a living, she was saying, oh, you know what? Why don't you take, what you should do is like take some of the questions that people have DM'd you about and like make your posts around those things. And that's I was like, really cool idea. yeah, that's genius. And yeah. actually it's really worked. And I think also for me, like I, I just, I feel like if I'm going to do social media, I just, I can't do the vain thing. I just got, yeah. like, it's fine. We're all different, but I can't do like, hey, this is me. I'm so fabulous. I'm fabulous, fabulous. <laughs> like once in a while, because sometimes we do feel fabulous and we want to post about how fabulous we're feeling. Yeah. So do that. Absolutely. And I do do that once in a while. But like, I'm like, I really want it to be more meaningful and to genuinely connect with people. And I want people to feel free to like message me and stuff. And, and then when I release my music, like it's, 
kind of an outpouring of like my journey yeah. anyway. So everything will connect together and that's kind of what I hope to get out of it. So like if I post about like, you know, some of the challenges being a musician, like the rejections and stuff, that's gonna come across in my music as well. So for me, I feel like I want people to connect across the way. Yeah. It feels really authentic. Like people are trying to get yeah. to know you as a person as well as a musician. Yeah. Whereas I think a lot of artists, it's very much like a, hey, I'm online, this is my music, and then that's it, and you don't get mm. to necessarily know the person. person. And that's quite refreshing, I think. Yeah, well, thank you. It's really nice to hear that, actually. Oh. Um, so do you find by doing that that those kind of videos get more viewers than the songs or does it kind of depend on what you're talking about or mm, yeah I feel like my most my best performed like videos and stuff are definitely the singing which I think is a relief because I, I, I'd like to <laughs> hope that you know that's like the thing that I'm the best at okay. you know because yeah, I'm not course. I'm not like an influencer or whatever like a YouTube influencer like I, was, I reckon we all me. have a little bit of influence uh, in us in us that's true actually you know what I am an influencer I'm going to own that. I did not own that. I'm owning that. I am an influencer. Because, <laughs> um, you know, I influence. Yeah, that sounded really lame. Um, it sounded so much cooler. I influence. What? Um, anyways, what was the question? Um, do you find <laughs> that those videos get more views? You said no, your yeah. singing gets more views. Yeah, it does. Okay. But also, on the other hand, though, like those will sometimes get more comments. Maybe not like, maybe as much likes or whatever. Yeah. Um, and they'll get likes or whatever, but they get more... Um, like more engagement, more like real engagement. I see the um, two as they going hand in hand, so like they yeah. complement each other. Yeah, absolutely. Like you, you can't have. I think it's good to have a bit of both. So like yeah. to have like you know the singing stuff and also to have like the other stuff because yeah. you know I'm I'm not just a musician. Like there's there's a person behind, it, and I think that's what really? online. Oh yeah, I know, right? <laughs> crazy, isn't it? Um, I think that that's what like all of this wonderful online like on online outlets that we have. Yeah. I think that they give us such a great opportunity to show more than the like I, like Spotify, for instance. I you know that's where like the music is, so yeah. we can and even actually now Spotify has become even more personal. Like with Spotify for artists, you can do so much more interaction actually with fans. Like you can like have featured posts about like you know like recently I put a feature um, of like all the tracks um, that I've released since I first started releasing music. So I called it like Memory Lane. And that for me is a great way to connect with people. So it's all about, I think, going deeper than just the music for me. Your love is the richness to my bones when I think about it so I will sing about it your love is like perfume fragrance around me I wanna sing about it sing your songs about it your love is like a wave Rushing over me like an ocean sweeping me off my feet, an ocean sweeping me off my feet. Your love is like a wave rushing over me like an ocean sweeping me off my feet, an ocean sweeping me off my feet. Your love like a wave was over me, refreshing from the scorching heat. Your love delights me. 
Your love delights me Your love captivates my heart Flames of fire amidst the dark Your love crashes into me And sings to me of destiny Your love like a wave pulls over me Refreshing from the scorching heat sessions with Emma Joyce. Um, you have just released or your third single uh-huh. from your forthcoming album. Uh-huh. How's that going so far? Really cool, really cool. Um, I think I, I some of these songs I kind of had them inside of me for so okay. long. And when you're when you're an artist and you release music, there's like this intense kind of like admin phase of like the p- planning and the prep and like everything and. You know, and you kind of forget the whole wonderful, fun, creative process of the writing, being in the studio, the romantic side of it. And then you release a song. And then for me, anyway, I kind of stop and I'm like, oh, my gosh, wait a minute. It's out like this song. And like, you know, I'm kind of taken back to like what motivated the songs. And like when I wrote them, like each song has like a specific story, a specific moment linked to it. Um, So that's been kind of nice. Just like having those moments for me, just like, oh, yeah. Oh, it's finally out now. That's so cool. Hey, everyone can hear it and I can perform it live. And, you know, and it's also like a really cool thing when like, because you've written the songs with them doing it for me anyway, because I love performing live. Like then you do it live and it's actually quite different to yeah. doing it in studio. So there's like a whole new kind of like discovery of your, even your own song um, when you start doing it live. So I always look forward to that part after you've released the song. So the so new single, cool. what's it called? Oh, so the newest single um, is called Fight for Love. Cool. Um, and what's that yeah. about, apart from fighting for love? About from fighting for love? <laughs> uh, well, it's about... Um, 
So, okay, so genuinely, I I was going through a time where like, um, like a lot of the relationships around me, like my, my friends and like, not just even like romantic relationships, like, you know, friendships and like family stuff um, were just, I guess, were, were breaking up and they were just, it just felt like just not really a good time for love. I know that sounds really kind of, I don't know how else to put it, but um. Yeah, and then I wrote this song because in the lyrics, I mean, it starts off with, doesn't anybody stay together anymore? Let's fight for love with our lives for love. I legitimately was just like sitting down processing that, just some stuff had happened that day with friends and stuff. Um, and I picked up the guitar and just started playing that. And that's kind of what came out. Um, and really that's where the song was born. And for me, like now that it's out and even like listening back to it, because sometimes as a songwriter, in terms of my writing process anyway, I write stuff and I only listen back to it and it, the song sounds awfully romantic, but the song tells me what the song is about because I'm just kind of writing from the heart. So um, I just hope, yeah, I hope that the song just inspires like healing and forgiveness and it really is just trying to spread a message of um, of love and, and forgiveness and healing. So I hope that comes across. Yeah, it does. It? The words are quite, um, quite frank. Yeah. So, they are, huh? um, I think even without having this conversation, you can hear the song as a secondary medium, like in the pub or in a shop or whatever, and yeah. still kind of think what that's about. Yeah. Um, which is really nice. Yeah, thank you. I always feel like every time like my guitarist Adriana, like when we play the song, he's always like, oh, B, I just get summer vibes from this song, summer vibes. And I'm like, really? Because I just feel like the words are like so like intense. I was actually really scared to release it. Really? Why? I, I just felt like, I felt like if I'm being honest and I've never actually spoken up about this, but I kind of felt like people would be like, oh, who are you to say? Like, what are you trying to say? Like you're being insensitive about like, you know, like divorce rates and things like that. And I guess I, I didn't, that wasn't even really, um, what the song was trying to like ham hammer on, but I guess the the words, I don't know. It kind of sounds like doesn't anybody stay together anymore? I don't know. It felt I I just felt like people would judge me. I tell my friends the same. Like no, it's fine. Like the song just sounds like you it's just so get a vibe. Really fine. Yeah, like exactly. it's so cool. Like stop overthinking it because I'm such yeah. an overthinker. But also I think like <laughs> we are all quite fickle in terms of like just general people and things and yeah like. In terms of like life and technology and seeing some people and like we're all really busy, mm. we have busy lives and that's true. Um, like there'll be friends that we see yeah. like loads of times, and there'll be friends that we don't see for years, and yeah. that's all part of. Yeah, I link that to what you're singing yeah. about, not necessarily black and white, like yeah. straight divorce rates. Like yeah, that's to true. Me, that's a statistic. Yeah, that's true. You're right. That's and, just an opinion. And I'm, I'm actually really glad to hear that. Like. Because that's what I'm hoping for. That's where I'm, like, how I'm hoping people will kind of hear it. And yeah, I hear it as, like, it. hold on to things a bit harder yeah. as opposed to this is yeah. a statistic. Yeah. Okay, anyway. cool. <laughs> I, it's, it's really fun to sing as well. Like, you know, like what I was saying earlier about when you start performing songs live. Yeah. Like, for me, the song is just, like, I don't know, evolved since we've, you know, performed it to audiences and like people singing along to like the la 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 la. It's just yeah, so, so cool. Like good. everyone's like smiling and like, you know, Adriana, my guitarist was saying earlier, like we did a, sh a sofa sound show and like people were like kind of like, you know, hugging on each other and so like, you good. know, like it was just cute. So it's, it's all good vibes, really. Must be such an amazing feeling for you to think that like you've aided that atmosphere and you've Aww. like made people kind of like cling on to each other or hug each other in that way and created that vibe. Yeah. So I think that's really cool. Yeah, thank you. It is cool. Like music is just powerful. It's like, so powerful. 
it's just crazy. I like I love. So I sometimes think like it really is such a privilege, like to be someone who can like um, steward that, like someone mm. who can, you know, make you know help people feel those things and like, you know, being able to like spread you know positivity and just spread like love with music is just it's amazing to be able to I I feel so like honored to be able to have the gift like oh. to be able to sing and write yeah that's really cool I like that I love yeah. it um going back to the album though as someone who is eagerly awaiting to hear it um <laughs> is there a timeline on this there is a timeline I'm not gonna say the specific date because okay. I'm not at liberty to say it yet okay fair enough but it will be definitely early 2020 and trust me I want it to be because I'm like I want to release this album so bad how but long has like, it been like sitting inside you Oh, a long time. So to put it into context, I did a crowdfunding campaign for this yes, album. Yeah, I want to talk about. Yeah, um, and that was in oh gosh, was it in May? Oh wow, April or May 2019. So as you can imagine, it's been like since then. And I'm like, yeah, it's t- it's time to put it out. But there's just so many things to like to to have in place before you can just. I don't want to just drop it. I want to do it really well. That's important to me. You know. You made it sound like you would just drop it by accident. And yeah, just like that's it. Yeah, intentionally. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoopsie. Here's the album. So for people that don't know how crowdfunding works, um, can you explain to us how it works and how it's made? Yeah. How it's made your album, basically. Ah, oh, I owe so much to crowdfunding. Um, so I did a crowdfunding campaign with a company. We, there are a few that you can choose. Mm-hmm. I did one with Kickstarter. Cool. And um, it's one of those kind of scary ones where it's all or nothing. So I raised um, 10,890 wow, pounds or mental. so. It sounds nuts, doesn't yeah. it? But like, it really actually costs about 20 grand, really, the album making releasing and everything process so this is something that i don't think the consumer (laughs) thinks about they just think oh this album's really cool like you think about it in an old-fashioned way where a label probably subsidizes a lot of it and there's so many independent artists now that literally rely on funds from somewhere yep to make it a thing yeah mum and dad or like crowdfunding or like working double shifts or whatever you've got to do yeah um so i i've self-funded like at least 50% of this album really myself um, from like working and like, That's you know, so my, from my, yeah, from, yeah. Thank you. Um, and mom and dad have helped. Um, <laughs> just cause like, I've got I to give them some credit. The ordinary person chats about saving like all the time. So like yeah. to be able to put that kind of money away and use it to something really artistic and really like that you'll treasure yeah. forever, I think. Yeah. Um, it's really awesome. Yeah. And it's worth it. Absolutely. It's worth every penny. Um, but I could not be able to do it as well as I want to do it without the crowdfunding. So, sorry, I never actually answered oh, yeah, your sorry. question. How does crowdfunding work? Okay, so I use Kickstarter. So it's all nothing. So you've got to raise um, 10,000, whatever amount you're raising, um, the full amount, or you basically get nothing and everyone gets a <gasps> refund. The risk. Um, yeah, I know. But there's so much that's involved in crowdfunding. It, as someone's put it to me, and to be honest, having done it, I completely agree with them. It's actually more about being a fundraiser because yeah. it really is about fundraising. Um, and some people are great fundraisers. It's, in fact, sometimes I tell people that I did a crowdfunding company. They're like, oh, why don't you become a fundraiser? Clearly you're good <laughs> at fundraising. You should really consider fundraising, you know, so consider funny. fundraising. And I'm like, yeah, no. Um, but thank you for the compliment. But I had to learn really fast that just by asking just my friends and family, it was only going to get to like, a certain point and I had yeah. to be a good fundraiser. Yeah. Um but to be honest, like really I owe um the the whole 
process like to like yeah friends family like my my fans like some of my super fans have been just incredible at supporting this album I'm gonna give them a shout out love you thank you um and um yeah like you know it's basically sending lots and lots of text messages yeah. you've, you've got to make um well with kickstarter it's recommended and you pretty much have to do it make like a, a promotional video so i had to pay somebody actually to help me make a video um that basically um in this video you talk about what the project is what motivated it what people are going to get out of it yeah. because that's it you're not just <laughs> i should say that you're not just raising the money just to take it and then go make the album it's actually a lot of work so you've yeah. you've got you you promise people things as well so there's a reward for every amount that you pledge that's so i think for, for mine um one of the rewards was i think um there were a few but one of them was like 30 pounds and you get like the a digital version of the album um, a week before it's released and you get a social media mention and some other things. Some other rewards in, involve like getting a t-shirt, so like postcards and um, it's actually a, a lot of work that I'm still doing. <laughs> want to be known the way that you notice me I want to be loved completely and perfectly ooh, 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 ooh. You witness my scars and know cause you don't miss a thing My tears are your treasure, oh, you got all your lock and key Standing right in front of me Ten thousand reasons I should love ya. Ten thousand reasons I could trust ya. The way you make me feel. Ten thousand reasons I should love ya. I can't feel you close and know that you're always here. And you know my heart, my deepest, my deepest fears. Ooh, 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 ooh. Been there from the start, through every love I lost. Pieces of treasure, are you keeping here in our box? Ooh, ooh, ooh. standing right in front of me, looks Ten thousand reasons I should love ya. Ten thousand reasons that I could trust ya. The way you make me feel. Ten thousand reasons I should love ya. When I look into your eyes, I see you pain night. See ten thousand loves. When I look into your eyes, I see your pain. I see ten thousand loves. Ten thousand reasons I should love ya. Ten thousand reasons that I could trust ya. The way.
The Alpha Sessions with Emma Joyce. Bit of a controversial question now. Oh, okay, hit me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, obviously, as technology changes, like, we're more and more streaming and less on the kind of like physical album thing. And there's all this talk in the industry about like, is the album still really worth it, and should people still be releasing albums? Mm. I know what I think. Oh, what do you think? What do I think? Well. My answer is a little biased as I am releasing an album. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? Saying that as well, like even as somebody who's releasing an album, I've released three singles from the album so far because, um, you know, like you say, there is that thing that everyone's saying about like how music is consumed at the moment. You've got to release singles. And, you know, I've even considered releasing 10 singles. Um, But um, I will say that there is now some even new um, press about actually albums being this being a good time to release an album even um because for instance with an album there's more kind of like press angles as well it's a unique press angle and also you get to really tell a story and actually i've realized that even though i've released three singles so far i'm actually realizing that the album that i made was really like it was it was a whole it was a story it was like all the songs are linked to each other and actually separate from each other yes they are great songs I would like to say I hope they are great songs but actually collectively they really are their strongest together so I think that there's something really special about an an album that shows you know your body of work and shows um, you know a, a new you know even I guess for now a more unconventional way of really connecting with your fans so that's what I'm hoping to get out of mine um, I think that it really has such a strong story that the album is titled Wild Things and that theme definitely runs across all the songs runs across the story and the kind of um, yeah everything behind the music that's really cool it's yeah. a body of art yeah it's a body of art body of art although that makes me think of tattoos but yeah it does make me think of tattoos as well <laughs> Um, you've made no single um, no single no secret that um, your first couple of singles that you released off the album um, particularly the first one Awake were all about like positive vibes and um, like the power of positivity and stuff do you think that's something that you put into your everyday life yeah absolutely I think that I'm definitely like I'm generally more of a glass half full than half empty person Um, and I'm generally like I like like I, I don't I mean, like a lot of people say like, oh my gosh, I love your smile and stuff like that. Like, it's not that I smile all the time and I post quite often, I post a lot of pictures of me smiling. Um, I guess partly because- So do lots of people. I I think it'd be weird if you posted lots of pictures of you being sad. I don't know. There's kind of like a lot of people, you know, there's like the kind of like bad picture, like I'm bad or like I'm like cool or like, you know, I don't know. There's the smile thing because also a lot of people don't like their smiles. So they won't even yeah, post, you know what I mean? Or like don't like their teeth. Like my mum, for instance, like she doesn't. When I want to take pictures of my mum, I have to make her smile because she's just like she's not a fan of smiling um, in pictures. But then actually recently um, she smiles more recently. So, hey, mum. Keep smiling. Um, <laughs> it's totally random. I just thought I'd say that sure, for my mum. Sure, she loves the fact and that you're saying that about Yeah, her. I know, right? But yeah, it was just, just to say, you know, not everyone loves the, their smiles and stuff. But um, I don't like, I'm not like smiling all the time, like happy all the time or whatever. But I gen- generally and genuinely just love to like, I don't know, spreading, um, yeah, positivity where I can and just like encouraging people and... Um, I don't know. I think I, I do it the best with my music, definitely. But definitely like in day to day, like with my friends and stuff and people, you know, tend to kind of say like, oh, you know, and just the other day I was 
just going for a run Saturday morning run and I walk past this lady and she goes oh seeing you today has just brought joy to me oh. and I was like that's so cute and do you know what? honestly it actually happens quite often um, and I, I don't know why but I, I think that it's a gift maybe that I haven't to be honest for me I just want to just use what I have and if people get some goodness out of it then I think that that's a good thing Yeah, that sounds like I just like blew my own like trumpet there no. I wasn't trying to <laughs> um, I just I like and I know what I get out of it as well like a smile from a stranger is so special just like people spreading because like, something I've come to learn okay is that not everyone is like all positive vibes like we all have different temperaments and I think and that's some okay people, some people get annoyed yes. at people that are so positive positive vibes you know yeah. <laughs> sorry you can't see my hand gesture maybe you can but it's you like, can if you watch yeah, the video you can if you watch the video um, but I think for me though I do like I love I love meeting people like that. Yeah. So I guess that's my temperament. Do you think, like, I, from what I know, like, the music industry is a, like, an industry full of bumpy roads and loads of challenges. And do you think your <laughs> yes. positive vibes have got you through that and made you who you are in that way? Yes. Mus- musically? Yes, but at the same time, it's challenged my positive vibes because some <laughs> days I don't have any positive vibes to give to anyone. Um, that's you've just used the them truth. All for yourself. <laughs> Sorry, because you've used them all. That's for exactly right. I've used them all for myself, and it's drained because, like, I just got ten rejections oh. in my inbox, and I just have no positive vibes for anyone today, kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, that's the answer to that. <laughs> So, yeah, sometimes like it but I think it is it is definitely good to have more and more people that like I love like artists like you know India Ari she's actually one of my inspirations yes yeah she's great Um, she was probably kind of doing more stuff like in the 90s maybe like noughties yeah. um, and she still is releasing music and albums and I love listening to her music but she's like I love her music because it's always got a positive message like it's always you know about like love and um, togetherness and about like spiritual healing and um, yeah it's just like those that kind of thing like you know like say like social media and stuff like on my newsfeed I I love seeing that I think it's just lovely yeah it's very lovely yeah that links very nicely to my other question um, which is inspirations like obviously you've just mentioned India um, yeah. And to listen to your tunes, um, you don't have to be a genius to figure out that Lauren Hill is probably quite a big inspiration, uh-huh. I would imagine. Um, yeah. Who else is on that list? Ah, oh, so, okay. So Whitney Houston is definitely on that list for me. Um, I love, loved Whitney Houston. May she rest in she's peace. Um, she, yeah, and she literally, like, like she's such a legend. Sometimes I just, like, have these days where I just, like, have an artist that I just, like, kind of, like, just go through YouTube videos just watching their stuff and you're just kind of in awe. Um, so, yeah, she's also one of them. Um, there's an artist called Sena Bose that I really, Ooh, really like. Yeah. She's she's Swedish and she um, she's probably maybe more popular in Sweden. But, yeah, she's she's really cool and I just, I love her music. I love her voice. Like, um, What's her name again? Sena Bose. Sena Bose. Okay, I'm going to yeah. check it out. Yeah, definitely. You definitely should. Um, so, yeah, I'd say probably those are the main ones. Um one artist I was having a conversation in an Uber the other day, totally random. As you do. Uh, as you do, you Wait, know. With the driver. With the with the driver and the people in, in the car. We're just talking about like artists and cool. influences. Yes. That very... ups your Uber rating. Um sure. I'd like to think so. I've had actually very many interesting Uber experiences, <laughs> I can't lie. Oh, I totally have to tell you this one. Okay, so it was it was my release day for yeah. Awake, my yeah. 
single before last. Yeah. Um, and um, I was getting an Uber home as you do, an Uber pool. Um, this is I have no association with Uber, by the way. Just to put that out there, <laughs> other um, kind of uh, cab services are available. Yeah, other services are available. Just any <laughs> pool. Let's not even mention the names. Um, and um, I, I was like, they were, like, oh, where are you coming from? Because I was dressed up, you know, because I just did like a release thing. And um, then they were like, oh, we want to hear your song. And then he plays it. What? And and you know, if what, you hear the Spotify? song away on on Spotify, yeah, just That's like on so his cool. like thing, yeah. yeah. And um, like the song is so like kind of like goodbyes, and we were all just like in the in the taxi, um, just like <laughs> having such a ball, like singing along, and I. And did like a couple of like video things That's and it so was funny. I just loved like it was such a cool yeah cool experience oh, I, I thought you were gonna say driver. I did a live gig at the back of the taxi oh, <laughs> so I did a live gig at the back yeah. of the day <laughs> in terms of unusual locations that might be good I reckon yeah absolutely Not yeah quite sure should, how that would work should, yeah because yeah. you can only fit so many people yeah, exactly. in <laughs> don't know yeah maybe, maybe not lay it down come with me let your dream come alive Taking time just to be Everything you want is yours tonight Tonight Stay a while In my awake dream we are so happy No one can find us, no
The Alpha Sessions with Emma Joyce. You were a judge on the BBC show Altogether Yes, I was. <laughs> what was it like um, being a judge with Jerry from the Spice Girls? Oh my gosh, okay. Amazing. So Are I you a grew- fan of the Spice Girls, first of all? I was a fan of the Spice Girls okay. growing up. Trying to work out your age and whether you were roughly about the same age as me. Oh yeah, no, I was I was the kind of age <laughs> where like I would like dress up as like I was baby okay, cool. spice. Yeah. Because yeah. I was always like the youngest around like everyone. So I don't know, I was I just it was called babe. Be baby spice. Um and um we used to like have like our little like group, you know, like our spice girls group and like this person yep. was scary and this person was this and this person was that. Um so yeah, I definitely loved the spice girls growing up. Meeting a spice girl then in real life was just completely epic and unbelievable and actually Jerry is so lovely like she's so nice in person and she really made an effort actually like just to like really get to know everyone and there were a hundred judges it was a lot of people so for people that don't know what All Together Now is can yeah. you like just tell, tell us them. about yeah absolutely so All Together Now um, is a Saturday night primetime singing competition okay. a TV show um, that is based on having a hundred judges, not you, not just your standard four judges. You have a hundred judges and we sit like in a kind of cinema kind of tier seating. And you have, um, I think about eight to 10 contestants every show. And it's also a bit of a, kind of like a cross between a singing competition and a game show yeah. because you, um, at the end of the show, there's a top three and it's ranked according to the number of people that stand up when they... Okay, so a person comes out to sing yeah. and if we like what we hear, we press a buzzer, stand up and sing along. So by the end of their performance, 1.5 minutes, you have a total count. So if you've had 95 people stand up to sing along with you because the judges are made up of different people from the music industry, you've got theatre performers, you've got artists like me um, and I'm also like a show host not just a, an artist in the context of the show. You've got um, like even like you, YouTubers, like people who release songs on YouTube. It's a, such a varied reflection of the industry. Um, so yeah, if at the end of your performance you have nice five people stand up and sing along, then you get a seat. Um, and then the next person comes out and if they get basically at the end of it, the top three numbers get to then compete and then the top two go into the final so you've got six shows at the end of the six shows there's one final where all of the finalists compete and the winner wins a wonderful trophy and fifty thousand pounds wow that's insane you can make based on what we were saying before five albums with that yes you could You actually could. Oh, wouldn't, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> actually, the person who won season one went on to compete um, for represent the UK um, in Eurovision. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so so I wanted to ask you also, finally, because we haven't touched on this at all, Soul okay. Strip Sessions. Yes, um, maybe. So, like, obviously you're here as an artist and a musician yourself, but in your other life, with your other hat on, um, <laughs> you also run this amazing night called Soul Strip Sessions. Thank you, yeah. Um, what made you want to do it? Like, how did it become so successful? Talk to us a little bit about the journey. Oh, okay. I feel like we've we've talked a long time and this is like a whole big answer as oh, well. Sorry. <laughs> I'll try and give you the short version. Okay, so cool. so I moved I moved to London about four years ago and I threw myself into the music industry with no experience really whatsoever. And I really had so many 
awful experiences um, as a female artist, um, as a not very experienced artist, um, and just really just as an artist, things that many artists will share. I had, uh, you know, I was doing gigs where like, I would turn up, there's also gigs where, you know, some people, some promoters put them on and they say, bring, you know, you've got to bring a minimum of so many people and people drag their fam family and friends. Then they come to the show and it's a great turnout. It looks like a full room, except that like, you know, you perform, your people are there, listening to you sing while the other people just chatting away because they don't really care. To be honest, they don't even really like live music, to be honest. They'd much rather like be at home watching TV. It's just not their thing, but they want to support their friend or family member. Um, and then the next person comes on and then my people will probably leave. Um, and then, you know, it's just that kind of like awkward thing or people go out for a fag break and then come back. So just these sorts of things. And sometimes on lineups where maybe the artists didn't really compliment each other, lots of not very good experiences. So the, out the product of this was I got to a point where I was like, you know what? I feel like this can be done better. I really want to put on a night where the artists really compliment each other. The artists come and they have a great experience because the people that have come want to see, you know, that style of music. Like that's what they're into. Um, and the artists leave feeling great. Not like, you know, they want to just give up their music career. I actually remember one incident where I performed this gig and there was like no one there. Um, and the only like five people that were there literally chatted the whole time. And honestly, I left in tears and honestly just felt like I just wanted to die, really. Um, yeah, it was really horrible. So these sorts of experiences led me to, oh, there was also another one where like this guy was like grabbing my bum because he, I, I, I approached him saying that I was interested in, he was like a, an award-winning songwriter. He won, I can't remember what, a massive award. Um, and... Um, a novello, that's the one, award. And um, I think he just thought, obviously, because, you know, I wanted to get ahead, that it was okay for him to make advances at me in this way. These kinds of experiences. Anyways, and um, so that's what House of Sessions was born. Put on strip sessions, you don't touch people's bums. No, good. we do not, you do not do that. It's a safe space for incredible female artists to perform. It's quality music. Yes. Um, the people that come, they love soulful music. So they leave feeling like they've loved, you might have your favorites, but you've loved every performer yeah, on true. the lineup. And it's just such a good atmosphere. Like, you know, in terms of hosting as well, I guess something that's unique about the show is that it has a show host. Um, and, you know, I host the show and I think it's really important to keep like the energy up at shows. Sometimes, you know, like you get those shows where it's like, okay, it's a bit sleepy now. And then you're just like, what's, what's even happening? Like, you know, so... I just wanted to put on, yeah, a really good live music night um, that accomplishes all of these things. And I'd like to hope that I can say that Source Obsessions does. Absolutely. As uh, someone who has experienced that myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, and final question is, if people want to find out more about you, where can they go? What can they do? Yeah, so you can find me um, pretty much everywhere. Um, I love Instagram. So you can find me on Instagram. Actually, all of my social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter is at B Baccaray. So it's B-E-E-B-A-K-A-R-E. -E -E. I'll say it again for the radio part. It's B-E-E-B-A-K-A-R-E. -E -E. That's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, you can find stuff on my website, which is bbaccaray.com. Um, and Spotify is also just B Baccaray. There's only one of me. Um, and all the other music platforms, obviously. And Apple, we'll tag everything. you on our socials. So if you're watching this thinking I didn't catch any of that, then click on that and we'll tag you and it'll be fine. Yeah, thank you. Cool. Thank you listening. so much for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. I feel me. like we could have chatted about this all day. To be Literally, honest. like, I just actually forgot that we were, like, on radio. I was just <laughs> living my best life here. Amazing. <laughs> well, thank you again. Um, and I feel like we should be publishing an extended version or something. Um, yeah. But we'll do it and it'll be great. <laughs> Thank you.
Follow. 